Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, AfterBuzzers? Welcome back to Pop Country Talk. We are going to be discussing the Academy of Country Music that's moving. American Idol officially goes virtual and music that you won't want to miss out on. Of course, because country music is the best. I am your host, Allie Nasta, and I want to introduce you to our lovely panel. It's so funny because I never know like which way it goes in the boxes of Zoom. But we've got the marvelous Candace Cruz and that <gasps> hat, girl. I am loving that. Thank you. Listen, I felt like this is the perfect show for it. And I didn't want to do makeup today, full transparency. So the hat works. Well, you look gorgeous. <laughs> Thank and that you. Mark, you're looking amazing as well. Can't leave you out. Thank you. I look ridiculous in hats. I look like a gay, <laughs> a gay Canadian Mountie who's not good at his job. So. I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that. Thank you. Thank you. you look beautiful. Like I said, you look sun-kissed and fresh face. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Just sitting outside any chance I can get just to get some fresh air, you know? Preach, <laughs> preach, preach. Um, but yeah, like I said, we're going to be talking about um, how the Academy of Country Music is moving. American Idol officially goes virtual and new music you won't want won't to miss out on. Yes, yes, yes. Shall we jump in? Let's, Let's do, it. do it. Take okay. it away. This is the big news, which is, you know, very, you know, the reason why we talked about in the first episode, the reason we kind of got the three, this idea is the three of us were mm-hmm. supposed to be hosting the red carpet at the mm-hmm. Academy of Country Music Awards. Well, that didn't happen in Vegas. So... <sighs> We were thinking we were going to go to Vegas in September when they postponed the war awards. Ooh. Just kidding. We're going to Nashville, bitches. Woo. I mean, listen, let's book my flight now. They're cheap. I'm, they're Just so cheap. <laughs> um, so the Academy of Country Music is moving back home, y'all. Uh, this is mm-hmm. this is shocking to me. This is the years. This is the first time they're ever broadcasting from Nashville. Mm-hmm. Like, I, were you all surprised by that? Yeah, it's interesting. I always question it when they say it's in Vegas. I'm like, but but why? Like that's fine. Oh, because like, country love people, Vegas. we love like, Vegas. Oh my I mean, dad, yeah. he everybody and his loves wife Vegas. Janet. They need to start doing it old Vegas. So not MGM. I love MGM. Shout out to MGM. But like the Golden Nugget. Not the Golden Nugget. <laughs> oh, like I'm, the old. Oh, Vegas I'm trashy trip. Vegas. Don't be trying to do the Golden Nugget. No offense to them either, but I mean, I'd have it at MGM before the Golden Nugget. <laughs> I'm like it smoking is- a Swisher Sweet on like a pity oh machine. Okay. I'm that bitch. I'm gonna be smoking it while we're watching the Academy Music Awards. Oh my gosh! But now, okay, I'm, I'm actually surprised too because Nashville seem seems like it would be, of course, where it would. Like, I wonder why it ended up in Vegas and how it ended up there. Right? I, I Do you know the history of that? Probably just because it was easy. You know, Vegas is a great city to fly into. I don't know the history of it. I think it was just, that's kind of just what happened. You know, the kind of country music, it's not that old of, it's not like the Oscars or anything like that. I think it's only been around since, I believe, the 60s. So 
mm. uh, 50 years, I believe. So not super long, but 55 years, actually. That I just said 55 years. And so, the, but the, what they're going to do is the show is going to be broadcast. It's going to be in three uh, literally iconic venues. One, the Grand Ole Opry. Um, also Nashville's uh, historic uh, Ryman Auditorium. And Ooh. then also, which I'd never heard of that, but also I have heard of the last one, the Bluebird Cafe. Mm. <gasps> yeah, I'm a that, huge Nashville fan of the show. So so I'm like- I knew you were going to say it. I knew you were. Um, <laughs> but I think that's cool. I think, and this is kind of what I'm imagining. We, I was going to ask you, like, why do y'all think that they're choosing, and it's going to be streamed. It's going to be all live streamed on CBS All Access. So why do y'all think three venues? Do you think they're going to be doing like, since it's still September, like uh, social distancing performances? I think, so. I, I think, I mean, honestly, the way that things are not to be like Debbie Downer here, but it's just a reality. The more and more I see all the stuff that's going on with social distancing and the way that they're reintroducing people, regardless of what state you're in, the overarching from what I've been hearing is that when it comes to concerts and like sporting events and big, big venue events, those aren't going to be happening until the end of the year, maybe 2021. I'm hearing just 2021. Like, I'm hearing today. 2021 Fall as well. 2021. So I'm thinking like, to be honest, they're probably not going to have a live studio audience. They're not going to have yeah. like the regular people. They're probably going to have like the, the bigger venues and have all the artists like spread out sitting, whoever's coming to watch and just trying to do it as distance as possible. And the more venues, the more distance people will be. That's my guess. That makes yeah. sense. And obviously now that I'm thinking about it, like it makes more sense that it's a Nashville for this specific reason. So then no one has yeah. to fly. Exactly. No one has to fly. Oh, and then also yeah. like, it is kind of a cool idea in general to be throwing, throwing different places in there because mm-hmm. then it's giving more exposure to different places in Nashville. It's giving right. more of the country roots rather than just like, to be honest, most stage. venues are just a venue. It's a stage. It's a stage. Like it doesn't yeah. really matter. Green Opry is a little bit different because it's iconic. But I think it'll be kind of cool to show different places. I think so too, because you know the Bluebird Cafe is not big. No, you know, so I think definitely they more like intimate. Three different types of sizes of venue. I'm excited for it. I think it'll be. Hopefully, knock on wood, we're there after Buzz. Let's get us in there, Jeff. Let's go. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's you kind guys of got a private plane that we're going on. Sure, I'm just <laughs> just, you know what? Hashtag road trip. We'll just oh, we'll that go. Would be fun. Yeah, you never know. Go. I love um, it. So I do want to mention to everybody too that uh, before we jump into more news and stuff, that this is our second week in doing this. So one of the best ways that you can support our show is by hitting that subscribe button mm-hmm. down below. If you're watching this on YouTube and liking it, if you're listening to the podcast, especially if you're on Apple Podcast Sugars, go give us five stars. And, you know, saying love y'all or hola y'all, whatever you want to say, just write something because that helps bump us up in the listings. We appreciate that so much. And lastly, y'all sharing is caring. So share this shiznit on your Facebook, your Twitter, your Instagram, whatever. And we really appreciate it when you share that. Um, we, We will do that as we see the comments. We look at the comments on YouTube. We look at the reviews. We'll shout you out on the air. We'll be like, hey so oh my y'all yeah so come <laughs> at us and we'll come at you i just so all want to remind people that uh, after buzz is one of the only latino digital channels and that needs all the support you can get to so i don't please. want you to forget about that yes um so please subscribe if you are so interested to subscribe to the after buzz television latino channel on youtube and rate and comment that show uh, we've got just you know what grab yourself a drink or a toke <laughs> 
and someone's ringing my doorbell. That's appropriate <laughs> right now. Sorry, y'all. It's real time. It's real freaking time. That's what happens when we're doing things grab a, But just grab a doobie and a drink and just scroll through the After Buzz YouTube page. Just have yourself some fun. Do it. Yeah, so there we go. And Listen, guys, if you have Apple TV or Fire Stick, you can just go through YouTube and just watch it from your TV. You don't even have to get Perfect. it from your Exactly. Such a good idea. Also, if you give us suggestions, we will definitely take them in and your suggestion might be on the show, which, I mean, how cool would that be? Super fun. I mean, I'd like to think so, but it's just me. Matt, <laughs> did we find out who it is? I just pressed mute and I just yelled at my boyfriend to go get the door. <laughs> don't know who it is now we're all curious what did you let you know it's probably just an amazon thing i'm basic well you know what when did you order it did you order it back in march and you're just now getting it i don't basically, understand basically yes it's, yeah. it's toilet paper y'all i i things are rough around here i've you been showering smart. it's rough everybody be complaining with the toilet paper at the beginning of all this stuff and hoarding it you should have just been proactive and went ahead and ordered it anyway because you knew you were going to use should it have. I should have. No, I I'm actually either. good. We'll see what it is. We'll see. Anyway, <laughs> super, super I totally stalled to the show. <laughs> no, that is totally okay. Well, I'm going to move us on over to one of our trending topics of the week, which is our newest artist that we want to set a highlight on. I, guys, I just started listening to all new music on Spotify. And it, it again, reminded me there's so many artists that I constantly hear their music, but then I don't really think like, oh, let me click on them, then go to their album. Like I just listen right. to them and then I just kind of go on to the next. But this one specifically is Ernest, and his top song right now is I Think I Love You. His album is amazing. It's about mm -hmm. nine songs, so it's super easy. I was, I was done with the album, and I couldn't believe it because it was so quick. But mm. he just has such a fun, it kind of has that a little bit of a pop vibe to the country, but he kind of has that. I don't know, old roots to it too. And he's born and raised in Nashville. And he's also working on a podcast right now called Just Being Earnest. But his album Locals Only came out in 2019, which is kind of crazy because, I mean, we're more than halfway into 2020. So it's clearly been out there for a while, but I just haven't really thought to like click on him and really listen to his music until now. And hey guys, I'm a fan. I'm all in. I love his look too. He's just yeah. so like, it's kind of like when well, I didn't look him up. I need to look oh, he, I just li I listened to him. I didn't He kind of gives me like the Luke Combs vibe, just yeah. in like the rustic, like very much like locals only feel oh, like yeah, totally. title for his album. Right. Um, and I just listened to his main song and I love like it has this effortlessness mm -hmm. country to it that like you it's not one of those that's like too heart-wrenching or anything. Yeah. It's just one of those that like is an easy listen. Like I feel like I should be on the back of my pontoon yes. with a windows margarita. Down. Yeah. That is it is exactly a windows down song. It is a windows down song. Yes, That's so I'm excited to listen to the album. It's and so I love it. Yeah. It's one of those things you just want to have your hair blowing in the breeze while you're driving down the road. It's amazing. Um, but also something that it's so crazy that a lot of people I think don't really think or realize is that a lot of these artists have been in the industry for so long just oh writing, yeah and they've been writing 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 and then they finally take a moment to kind of go on their own journey and be an artist and obviously Ernest himself has been writing for he wrote for Florida Georgia Line and he helped Chris Lane in the Big Big Plan song that he was a huge hit for obviously Chris writing it for his wife, Lauren Lane, also Lauren Bushnell from The Bachelor, if anybody's a Bachelor fan, which that song, 
classic, amazing. Listen to it probably a thousand times. Oh yeah. Um, are we watching the new Bachelor? Sorry, Gay DD se- segue. The musical no. one. Okay. Gay DD, I love it. Oh my god, that was brilliant, man. I'm just saying, y'all. If you're not watching I'm it and you're music fan, be honest, should I? Like, I kind of not gonna lie. I had judgments on it. Like, I've seen the commercials. I'm like, okay, what is Bachelor trying to do? Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. okay, great. And I, I was right on. Oh notes, no, but, but it's fantastic. so good. It's horrible. They're horrible. Oh. Wait, they're bad oh, they're singers. They're, they're just like. <laughs> They're just basic. They're all oh. basic, but it's okay. great. And it's so like the judges are like trying to say, I don't see chemistry between these two people. There's this. judges. Sorry. It's, it's yeah, there's judges. Yeah. I, I no, mean, like no. Jason Mraz and like <laughs> y'all, I can't because Bree's gonna tell that. me not to get sidetracked, but I'm sorry, but I just had to bring it up. No, I'm gonna be it. sidetracked with it too, because to me now, just hearing it, I'm like, why would I watch this? If you went on a first date. Like both of y'all are taken, but I am not. I'm still dating, even though like, well, quarantine kind of put a damper on that. But when, when I am actually dating, I'm sorry. I'm not going to go up to a guy and be like, will you sing a song with me and see what our chemistry is going to be like? No, it's not realistic. I feel like they just pulled that from the Hannah Brown situation and Jed and him trying to be a singer. And we're like, (laughs) you should just go do American Idol on the voice. Oh my gosh. Like they're trying to have feelings. I guess that makes sense because they're trying to give another avenue to those artists that want to be on the show just to be a celebrity. They're giving another avenue to kind of- There's American Idol, there's X Factor, there is a- It's so much easier. Everybody that leaves The Bachelor, well, not everybody. It's like American Idol rejects. They're American Idol rejects. Exactly. Yes, I just said it. And we'll bring up American Idol later on because I have a couple of things to talk about with that too. But like, that's just- it's interesting. Kill two birds with one stone. I, I'm sorry if I'm trying to fall in love with someone and they're a bad singer and then they're on a singing show. I'm probably not going to fall for you anymore. But if I yeah. fell for you first and you were a bad singer, I'd probably be like, "It's okay, honey, you're fine." It just makes me feel better about myself. I <laughs> okay. Well, I need to watch because I am a sucker for a bad but yet addicting dating show. I mean, there's plenty of them on Netflix right now, and I Has love anybody them. Anybody watch Too Hot to Handle? Not oh, yet. Oh, yeah, I podcasted uh, about it. We recapped it all. I will say, I can't, but I think anyway, we have to move forward. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bree is oh. telling us to get back to it. Gay DD, sorry, moving y'all. Moving on and moving forward. One last it still about- worked. <laughs> One but- last thing about Ernest is that he said, it's like, I looked at the website. They should, if everything goes according to plan, be on tour again in July. But like we said, mm-hmm. who knows what that's going to look like. But yeah. um, hopefully... We'll just be hearing more music maybe coming out from him. I mean, I'm just like, we've talked about before. I feel like a lot of artists have got to be putting out, you know, surprise albums that they weren't expecting to, but now that they can't go on tour right now, I feel like we should be expecting a lot of that. And I'm interested to see like big tours, if they start selling tickets rather than like, obviously everything's free right now and streaming, Mm -hmm. but if he can't actually go on tour, I'd be interested to see if they like do a tour, but it's on a stage. And then right. they sell tickets or something like that. I, I work though. I, I mean, you know, I bought tickets to, to shows and stuff too. So, I mean, there are ways to do it. The yeah. problem is, is, and, and then we'll jump into actually to our, our top three releases of the week. But I, for these artists, my heart goes out to them because with the streaming music industry, touring is how artists make money. Record yeah. labels make money from radio and Spotify. Yeah. So it's really artists that are new and artists that do need to tour. So mm-hmm. let's hope they figure it out. Um, so. 
So some artists that don't need to go on tour right now because they're super rich and popular <laughs> is uh, Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani, y'all. They are in the weekend, this week in iTunes, they're number one with Nobody But You. I love um, those songs. We talked, they sang actually, they sang this live for the Academy of Country Music, uh, yeah, the did. live show we did. It was really cute. Mm -hmm. um, next up, we have Kane Brown with his song mm -hmm. Cool Again. I love this song. This is a windows down kind of song, too. Mm -hmm. And he's it? just it's, a cool dude. He, it's a summer voice, song. I love it. His voice has something specific that is a very deep resonance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, y'all. I love a black man and I love a country music singer. So it's like everything roped into one for me. Amen. Amen. I just need a single one to come along because well, his, his wife or his fiance or girl, fiance, I don't know. They, yeah. They're too cute. Yeah. They have. Uh, speaking they of too cute. Can we talk about Sam Hunt? I mean, oh, this man is sex him. on a stick. Good Lord. He is. Love him. Um, his song, Hard to Forget, comes in as number three. Oh, he's so cute. I don't know if anybody's watched the video, but this is kind of a trippy video. I highly recommend watching it. Okay. Um, I'm going to go watch it now. We're going to show what? it now. It should be showing now for our YouTube people. But I have it. so many questions. Like, usually by the time I finished watching a music video, I'm like, oh, pinpointing, understood. I under, I, but I'm not like those Taylor Swift fans that can, like, find all of the, like, the Easter the egg. So I was like, mm -hmm. is there something in this that I'm missing? It has nothing to do with the song, apparently. Okay. At least that's the way it seems. <laughs> it's just, you know, one of those videos where they're like, they're visually, let's make a cool visual video. Right. Right, um, yeah. So a couple little trivia, just because I, I did like the video. Um, and um, he's just like singing it. He all, he's in a motel. If you're listening to the podcast, you're not seeing this. He's in a motel, just kind of singing around. And the song starts up. There's like this... Uh, so this song, what really struck me, it's a very like hip hop country type of beat to the song, especially the way it starts. Mm -hmm. So um, he um, actually, that sample that you hear, that kind of older sample is uh, from a 1953 country staple, There Stands the Glass by Webb Pierce, an old country singer. Um, the motel, I don't know if y'all looked on the notes, so tell me if you didn't. I but did. Okay. Which makes me so excited. Because I was watching this video, I was like, why do I know this motel? Why do I know? It's the pink home, pink motel in the valley. It was used in Glow, y'all. Uh -huh. Guys, I hosted the after show for Glow, and one of my really good friends is on the show, so I'm gonna have to send this to her because I know she probably does not listen to country music, but I will send it her way because that's you so should. Which you could it. totally go because I looked. The pink motel, y'all, is about ten minutes north of the Afterbus Studios, mm -hmm. just north of North Hollywood in the valley. Uh -huh. So anyway, so that's a little bit of that, and so but check out the video and Sam Hunt. Take off your shirt, Mary. <laughs> well, and it's funny too because this song I heard a couple, I want to say months ago, and it was one of those things that I was listening and I stopped it and I downloaded it and made sure that I listened to it over and over because it's just one of those fun it's a very, songs yeah. I can listen to over and over again. But then it kind of made me thinking, I need more music from Sam Hunt. It's been so, so long. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. And I actually, every for some reason, like I went to Stagecoach like three, four years ago, and then I skipped two years, and then I went back again, and he was the headliner for both times I went, and I love him so much, but I'm just, every time I listen to a Marcy and Live, I'm like, okay, I need more Sam Hunt music. Just well, didn't he go, when was he, I know, didn't he have like a DUI and stuff, so maybe he was going through some stuff. I think that was last year, wasn't it? I don't know. I believe sure. it was 2019. Well, so, I, mean, I will say his album, though, is like, it's such a good solid staple that that music still is like coming. relevant. 
it's still relevant and some of the songs oh, yeah. are still popping up as like new yeah that's true. like that's when you know yes. that the album is solid is that there every single song could be a top hit it just has to have the longevity of it like staying out for a couple of years for all those songs to kind of like circulate yes and maybe that's it i just did a google search it was november of 2019 that he was arrested for dui not there no judgment on that just maybe he's been going through some stuff and so maybe this is a good way he's getting back on his feet and albums take a long time i think that's the other thing you forget because like sometimes you if you go on tour you're not working on an album or maybe you are like everybody has their own artistic process so we just Mm -hmm. have to remember that like everybody's got their thing and it could take like two months and you're on like a kick and knocking them out left and yeah. right and sometimes it could take a year so yeah I think that's what it confuses me sometimes because I see some artists that have come out with like three albums right in the span of the same and you know what I mean been hit, sitting on the hip pocket for forever right. and yeah. then like to release them back to back it could be a yeah. releasing thing rather than like the actual no so that makes you sense never know. Sam let us know your process so that we can, <laughs> yes, you can come on the show we'll talk to you come on the show we'll talk send to me you. a text dm us <laughs> Listen, I mean, I'll take it. Let's go. Let's um, get Candace set up. All right, go ahead. I love it. Listen, I'll be a, I'll be a Lauren Lane. I'll change it. I'll do it. I'll have that situation happen. I'm fine with it. But um, going on to people that are taken, unfortunately, unlike me, but I'm just kidding. So Russell Dickerson actually does this really cute thing and I'm obsessed with it. I'm such a sucker for romance. He does a love you like I used to Tuesday. So we're going to be popping up some of these Instagram photos while we're talking about it, um, just for you guys to see it, but hop on over and follow them yourselves while you're watching. Um, but he's, it's, he's basically asking you to tag yourself and your person using the hashtag L-Y-L-I-U, the number two. So that means love you like I used to for Tuesday. Two, Tuesday, get it. Um, And it's for a chance to win a surprise from Russell himself. So if you guys see this week's photo, it's super cute of him and um, his wife. And then like, obviously they're getting ready to have a little baby. So they have an old photo and a new photo um, that's posted up. So he's doing that every Tuesday. And so I'll just, um, it's just adorable. I love how much our stars are doing their social media stuff and like really being active and trying to make it interactive rather than yeah. just like what all I'm doing. It's like trying to give relief to people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one that we're going to talk about is Luke Combs. He covers Garth Brooks, um, on Instagram and six feet apart. Um, his new song will be out this Friday, May 1st. So we're showing you guys a post that he actually did. Um, we can't play the music on here, but you can hop on over Instagram and watch the video yourself. Um, he is um, releasing that new song this Friday. Oh my God, it's May this Friday. I cannot Insane. believe that. Insane. Wow. got a new song and it's May. Um, I'm, I don't know. Lost <laughs> for words. Um, and he's going to be going live with Miller Light on Friday. And Allie, were you the one that found that? Yeah, so he posted on his Instagram story that he's going to be going live with Miller Lite because they're a new sponsor of his tour. And so they're kind of partnering together to bring uh, a live, whatever it might be. I mean, I guess you could say show to Instagram. Yeah, I mean, again, it goes back to like, how are they going to be doing? Is it all going to be live and unpaid for? Or Mm -hmm. are people going to start monetizing this? Who knows? I mean, Miller Lite is a great sponsor. I know. Like, Can you imagine? Know. Like, so if you're sponsored by Miller Lite, do they just ship you beer? Yes. yes. Is that how that works? Yes, yes they do. Mm-hmm. Do we watch like be, all those shows nice? where they have like Lipton tea or Coca-Cola? We're yeah. not sponsored by them just saying, but how they have the cups in plain sight. And it's oh, yeah. Advertising. Yeah. Let's go. 
Um, but I mean, always it makes sense if you're doing like a summer tour to be sponsored by beer. Like everybody wants to yeah. go to like a country concert, have their favorite beer, just like chilling and enjoying. Um, and speaking of sponsors on American Idol, as I just threw that in there, American Idol, this is fascinating to me, guys. So if any of you all have been following, actually I've been following this season. I haven't followed in years and I'm actually obsessed with it. My roommate got me hooked on this season because the talent is like astronomical. I think it's definitely one of the top talent years by far. We do have a couple country artists on there as well um, that I love, but they did go virtual. Um, and Luke Bryan has been promoting the show a ton on his social media where you can see like who all to vote for and how to vote. And he's just like hyping them up. So what it looks like is that they sent all of the artists official equipment and they're doing all their performances live from their home mm. um which is really interesting because i guess that's the way things are going to be going moving forward for a little bit yeah. um so i just thought it was a really cool mix have you guys been watching this season at all i it's funny because i haven't but then i feel like it's been more in my social media feed than normal and so mm -hmm. it is intriguing me whenever i've seen the promos because it seems so interesting that they're taking a new approach which i love i think everybody has to like figure out what's new and how we, yeah, and yeah. how we can work in this weird climate that we're in. Yeah. Um, but I'm really interested to see how they do it and how they're going. Cause a lot of their times don't they do like group songs together. So I wonder how they're going to do that yeah. and like on zoom. So I think that'll be really interesting and I'm excited. I'm excited to like get into it. Cause I used to watch mm -hmm. and then I feel like around college and then getting out of college, Same. I like it just, I didn't have time to watch it anymore. And other shows came up. Yeah. Right. I think I'm going to start actually, and I've honestly never watched one season of American Idol, but because I have a couple of friends that, so this is American Idol's first season back on ABC and all my mm -hmm. friends. No, that second. Or second. Yes, second. Okay. Yes, mm -hmm. sorry. Um, but it's new to ABC. It's just a much more well-produced show than kind Interesting. of. At Fox, yeah. they just kind of thought, well, it's our cash cow. We just let it keep going. And it just was stale. So they really yeah. infused it. It's way more produced. There's way funnier kind of comedic bits between the judges. Mm -hmm. And then and getting- And really then, like stepping up his game on the yeah. show. Yeah, and it's really like, and like Katy Perry's like a clown. She's funny. I mean, it's funny. Like I- He's also yeah. a Simon, just saying. Yeah, I was watching, I was over at my, my friend's house and I just watched like 30 minutes of it and it sucked me in and I laughed out loud. And I was like, okay, I should watch all this. And then yeah. apparently people are- blowing up about this virtual show saying it's one of the best two hours of television they've ever seen that it was so well done so I'm like oh God, okay I need to catch up on this which yeah. is great because that's the thing too is that like it's giving these artists another opportunity because at first when I heard it I was like you know what I don't like this because part of it is like the stress of being on stage and performing and like having the audience and like that's part of the pressure of being on American Idol right like mm -hmm. they're trying to put you in a pressure cooker to see who's going to like withstand it and see who's going to rise to the top but this is a whole nother element of like yeah you are performing live you may not have an audience but like this is how things have to be innovative let's see who's actually going to like step up their game and like make their background appearance great and like really put some production value into their stuff because now with people creating their own content like all the time who's going to rise to the occasion and do that and like be their own innovator so yeah. I thought it was and I, really I think it it takes a special type of person to be able to bring that much presence to a camera a like this mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just do it in the company of real home because i feel like sometimes 
we're so used to being in the studio for a show like this or doing our podcast that it's sometimes hard to balance like, okay, am I on like a work Zoom call or am I, you know, doing this for a pod? Like sometimes it's hard to separate those personally when you're in the comfort of your own home. But Mm -hmm. so ironically, each their own. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. I was just gonna say, ironically too, I think there's in a way probably more pressure because oh, 100%. it's like, even like, think about it, even with this, with AfterBuzz, with AfterBuzz, we just, we go up, we show up, we grab a bag of popcorn, we grab a Coke, we go into studio and we just kind of have to worry about our content. Oh, no, Matt, I think we lost you. Oh no, what happened? Okay, oh, no, you're, back. I have you. you're back. Okay. Okay. Oh, and so, we are sorry. <laughs> um, and so, but that's ironic that you said that because now- <laughs> We have to stress about, is the camera working? Is my internet working? Is my computer right? Is the light right? (laughs) So these American Idol people are definitely having to think about all of this and doing it live, Um, which brings me into a segue. If somebody, an older country music star who is killing the social media Facebook game is Garth Brooks. Yes, Garth. Who is going to, Garth, but this is our segment, y'all. This is our yesterday, today tomorrow um this, i know we need a theme song so the reason why i picked garth brooks is because it was this is cuckoo y'all 80 1989 1990 30 years ago today was when oh garth, or not today but 30 years ago is when garth brooks dropped his first album i was born in 90 so you just put a dagger in the heart so <laughs> <laughs> i mean so girl bitch it got real so uh, anyway uh so Garth Brooks, he dropped his first album. As a lot of people know, uh, he's been very popular lately. Um, he was playing in a world, a big stadium tour that was going to start. Um, he has a new album coming. It's not, the date hasn't dropped yet called Fun. We don't know when that date's going. Apparently there's some last minute changes <clears throat> that's going on to that. But he was recently, this is kind of how I got reinvigorated Garth Brooks, is that on PBS, my TiVo taped this whole like Garth Brooks thing. I was like, what is this? And he's the 2020 recipient of the Gershwin Prize, which is awarded by the Library of Congress. Yeah. And like some cool things. And I love that Garth Brooks pointed out that. So the whole first hour was, if y'all can find this, watch it. Um, And I think it is online. The first hour, it's two hours long. And the first hour is performances by Trisha Yearwood, his wife, of course, but also Chris Stapleton, Keith Urban and Garth Brooks. You know, people get paid for this kind of stuff. Nobody got paid for this because this is like the Library of Congress. It's a government thing. So mm-hmm. Garth Brooks pointed out that these friends of his came and did a tribute on their own dime, on their own time. And that's so why they filmed this back in March. So that's where, and then the second half is all just an hour of Garth Brooks singing his songs kind of in like a timeline order and talking about them. It's a fantastic, awesome. yeah, it's a fantastic, I had, we're showing some video from it, I believe. So I highly recommend to uh, watch that. And so What's kind of happening now with uh, tomorrow with a lot of people know that Garth is and Trisha Yearwood. I love Trisha. I always have. I watched her cooking show on the Food Network. Um, but they're, they're kind of Instagram famous now. But they are going to be, they're actually going to be performing at the Grand Old Opry on Saturday, May 2nd. Um, they will be performing again. Maybe this is how it's going to go. Y'all like we were talking, yeah. they're going to be performing in an empty room doing, due to the physical distancing guidelines. So um it's going to be though yeah Yeah. exactly and they're still performing at the grand old opry so it's going to be at 8 p.m eastern time and it's going to air live on the circle network and on facebook uh, via the grand old opry's facebook page so follow the grand old opry on facebook why wouldn't you anyway uh, and check that out which this is such a great transition have y'all seen any of the facebook lives with garth and 
uh, Trisha that they did? No, but I'm going to have to now. Yeah, same. Like, oh, I love OG Garth Brooks. Like, I grew up with him. Clearly, his album came out it's, when I was born. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> they did a special on CBS that I watched about two weeks ago, and it was literally just, it's like they're playing songs, but at the same time, uh, Garth's like, what do you want to sing? And she's like, I don't know. You want, What do you want to sing? This is on, like, live oh. TV on CBS, and they're just so picking fun. random crap out of their butt. And yeah. just singing it, but it's Garth Brooks. And let's not discount Trisha Yearwood. I think one of the best voices in country music. It's beautiful. So I'm just like in love with them. I can't, uh, this Oklahoma boy, I'm very proud you of them. You can go see them in concert, man. And that's what I was going to talk for our yesterday yes. segment. Garth Brooks was my, my first, my very, 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 very first concert when I was like five was actually Barbara Mandrell. That's some old country. <laughs> but my first concert as like an adult was Garth Brooks when I was a, I, I went late sophomore in high school. It was just standing outside the fire. So it's when the, the stage erupted into fire. And that's so cool. And, I know. And because it was Oklahoma, uh, like the concert ended at 10 and he was like, this is my hometown crowd. And like the band left the union, they had to leave. And so Garth Brooks just sang for another hour and a half on his guitar to everybody. It was Dang. great. What about y'all? What were y'all's first country concerts? My first country concert was my first concert ever. And it was Miss Reba McIntyre. Oh. Oh. Okay, that's Oklahoma girl. I think I was like three or four, and I literally like I grew up singing country music. I grew up singing, period. But like when I was younger, that that was my thing. And I stood up on that chair because we had floor seats, and I still remember this. I stood up, and at that age, you don't realize that people can hear you, right? You just sing your little heart out. You don't realize that other people hear you. I also did that on an airplane once. I had headphones in, and I just sang and thought no one could hear me. But I was standing on the chair singing every single word to the song and people turned around and clapped for me when I was little. Oh, that's amazing. But that was my first concert. Was Reba. What about you, Allie? I honestly was just like racking my brain trying to think about it. And I know this is so cliche, but I want to say it was Rascal Flatts. Oh, no. But then, yeah, that's I great. think I... I think that it was Rascal Flatts and then I, but then I also couldn't remember if it was Brad Paisley or not. And I just remember how Brad Paisley is an amazing performer. Like he really gets into the, the crowd. He just, he knows how to captivate you. And I think that's, I've said this about Carrie Underwood before, but when she's on stage, she just, it's oh, an entirely different persona almost than yeah. when you're on an album. So I feel like it was Rascal Flatts, but I can't really remember it because it was like my first one. So I think Brad Paisley was the one that I remember fully. Okay, guys, so sorry, because I know that we could talk about this forever, but we do have to run into our last little segment um, was, do we, ha we have news as well with Lennon Stella. Yeah, yeah, so Lennon Stella from CMT's Nashville, which you guys know, I'm a huge fan. Uh, it was Are you really? You don't like yeah, that show? Um, it was on NBC, moved over to CMT for the last couple seasons, and she, who was on the show, just dropped a new album on um, April, I'm like, what month is it? April 24th. It's titled 321, and it's technically a pop album, but I feel like she has country roots in country music because I feel like I almost watched her grow up on this show that was about her being the daughter of a country superstar, which obviously it's a show, but I just felt like I had to um, you know, give her some props on this one because the album is amazing. It's she has such a beautiful voice and she's been doing a lot of covers or EPs or songs here and there, but this is her first like big album and it's just amazing. So I highly suggest go going to Spotify, searching Lynn and Stella and looking up her new album. She's, she's really such great. a cool name. 
Yeah. So her, whole, their whole family is cool. I mean, because her and her little sister started on YouTube doing songs together, but right. their whole family is musical and they will play, like they'll do songs together. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. And it is pop country talk. So it's okay if it's a pop Yeah, album. that's true. It's got the country roots, right? Exactly. Yeah, and I guess exactly. last but not least about news, which I'm not sure if we've been in here, but that there was stage couch I know I was again. I put it in there too. There's actually a little um post that we put in there for Instagram. If you guys go on over to the Instagram, you can see it. Allie, did you watch some of the performances on Stage Couch? I didn't. Um, but I honestly was just kind of really I was like doing other things this weekend, but I was gonna go watch them afterwards. Yeah. Cause my thing is I've never been to Stagecoach and I was so pumped because I really wanted to go this year. Wait, and did, then obviously really? like I didn't get to, but it's it's if they're replanning, I believe they're doing it the same in time October. Coachella. Is it in October? Mm -hmm. And it's the weekend after my 30th birthday. So guys, we might be doing a road trip and go in a stagecoach. I have Best gone thing, yeah. two times and I have to say it is one of the most fun concert experiences I've been to. If you guys haven't been or don't know what stagecoach is, it's basically a four day festival or three day festival. Sorry. Mm -hmm. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it's out in the Palm Desert Valley in California. Coachella. And yeah, it's basically Coachella if you know what that is, but it is so much fun the groups of people that you're surrounded by are amazing like when and there's also there's different side stages so sometimes there's a really small stage where the main stage is and there's not a lot of people because they're up and comers but they have one of those like great songs that you love and I remember waiting for this artist to come on and people are just like so where are you from how's it going like just yeah. you know I feel like sometimes we've almost lost that art sometimes of just meeting new people in random places because you have your group of friends. And yeah. I feel like country music is all about kind of coming together for the art of the music. And I just, Absolutely. it's a great group of people to be around. So hopefully we can all make it there in October. Guys, stage couch. I love it. We can stay on our couches. We can put on our cowgirl boots and just enjoy ourselves. <laughs> love I'm going to have my mom mail me mine because I have mine at home and I feel like I just need to put them on. Yeah, yeah bring them on. I'm going to start wearing the hat and the cowgirl boots and just I throw it on, call it for a day. I love it. I love it. Okay, love it. Well, well, guys, yeah, I think, is that it? Did we do this? I we think did. we did. High five. Virtual high five. High five. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was I, awesome. Awesome. Go ahead, Allie. No, I just, thank you guys so much. It's so much fun every week to just kind of get our minds off of this for a second and talk about our favorite artists and everything going on in country music. So thanks for joining us. In the meantime, um, you can find me on Instagram at Allie Girl and Candice Cruz. Where can they find you? You can find me on all my social media at Candice R. Cruz. Matt Marr. And you can find me at the Matt Marr, two T's, two R's on Instagram and Twitter. And make Love sure to it. follow AfterBuzz TV on all social media platforms. We shall see you next Tuesday. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.